She was fucking dead. That fateful night would haunt him forever. It was on his mind every second of every day. Even sleep didn't release him from his burden, because his nightmares replayed the tragedy over and over again. As the screw opened the flap to check on him again, Eddie snapped out of his trance. Knowing the letter was under the mattress was doing his head in. He ripped open the envelope and began to digest the words. Hi, Ed. This is probably the hardest thing that I'll ever have to write, and you'll ever have to read. Before I begin, I just want you to know that I don't blame or hate you for what happened. If anyone knew how much you loved Jessica, that person was me. Anyway, I thought it only right to inform you that the police have now agreed to release Jessica's body. All the funeral arrangements are now in place, and Jess will be laid to rest at 2.30pm next Wednesday in Upminster Cemetery. Dad wanted Jess to be buried next to his father over in Plasto, but Mum didn't want her to go there. She insisted that the happiest days of Jessica's life were spent in Raynham, so her resting place should be as near to there as possible. I know with everything that's happened, it's impossible for you to attend the service, but I want you to know that I've ordered a beautiful wreath on your behalf. I've enclosed the card in case you wanted to write it personally. Don't worry if you're not up to it, as I can write one for you. Mum and Dad have temporarily moved into your house. I hope this is okay with you. Let me know if it isn't. It was Mum's idea. She said that her house wasn't roomy enough for the kids and they'd had enough upheaval without moving them away from their friends. She also said that living at yours makes her feel closer to Jessica. I've been keeping an eye on Frankie and Joey and both seem to be coping in their own way. They've barely left the house, so hopefully Frankie might be tiring of Jed. I hope you don't think badly of me, but I really ain't up to visiting you at the moment. I know Gary and Ricky have been to see you, and they're coming again next week, so I know you've got visitors. What I'll do is wait till all the press interest dies down, and then I'll pop up and see you. I know what happened is awful for you, but you must try and be strong for Jessica's sake. My sister loved you very much, and she'd want you to hold it together for the sake of the twins, Ed. I know it must seem impossible, but try to keep your chin up, mate. Thinking of you, Raimondo. As he stared at the condolence card, Ed was overcome by grief. In deepest sympathy, it said. Screwing the card and the letter up, he let out a painful sob. With visions of his wife's mutilated body firmly in his mind, he leapt off the bed and overcome by grief, repeatedly smashed his head against the cell wall. Jessica! Jessica! he shouted, as blood began to trickle down his forehead. As two prison officers ran in, Eddie lashed out at them. He didn't want to be restrained. He wanted to end his misery once and for all. Two more screws suddenly appeared out of nowhere, and finally overpowered, Eddie sank to his knees. I don't want to live any more! Please just let me fucking top myself, he screamed. Chapter One Joycey Smith finished off her outfit by adding the black netted hat, then studied her appearance in the full-length mirror. She was so glad she'd bought the new black dress and jacket. It looked very smart, and she was determined to do her daughter proud. Moving closer, Joyce noticed how red, raw and puffy her eyes looked. 
She'd had a good old cry this morning, in private, of course. There'd be no tears in front of Stanley and the twins. She had to be brave for their sake. Joyce put on her tinted glasses and headed downstairs. The flowers had just started to arrive, and she wanted to arrange them neatly. She had to keep herself busy. It was the only way. Not only that, she was determined that her daughter would have the best send-off ever. Stanley sat in his newly built pigeon shed and stared at his beloved birds. He was all ready. He even had his new suit on, but he'd rather leave Joyce to deal with the tributes. Putting his head in his hands, Stanley broke down for the third time that morning. The flowers arriving made everything seem so final. Jessica's death had torn a huge hole in all of their lives. What had happened that night was nigh on impossible to understand, and living hell were the only words Stanley could find to describe.